Well, to Mr. President and ladies and gentlemen, an absolute delight to be here today. Um, the enthusiasm and excitement you've just shown in that auction is overwhelming. Your generosity is very much appreciated and it's a delight to be able to talk briefly with you today to remind you of your long and enduring contribution to the Smith family's work and for me to highlight that this isn't just a good cause but it's a proven cause in terms of economic and social need and the results of the Smith family are undoubtedly creating great results. So together you are really helping to break the poverty cycle through education. The Smith family sees reconciliation as a, a major issue in Australia. 20% of our participants identify as Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders and accordingly I pay my respects to the Elders past and present and think of their Elders for the future and acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation today. I also acknowledge Adrian Cloden, one of the directors of the Smith family and a member of this club and a delight to see Adrian here today. And it was a sad surprise to hear the passing of Ted Bilson. My father, Bob Leshen, was a proud Rotarian. His friend, Ted Bilson, uh, they were mates for many years. Um, I didn't realise it because it was a very big school, but I went to school with um, Ted Bilson's son. And he was definitely a strong personality. And to hear of his passing is sad news. So um, I feel that alongside with you. Um, in terms of starting with a funny story, I said to Tim a fortnight ago, we've got great videos that showcase the Smith family's work. Could I show a video? And last week he said, no, there's no projector. So I thought, that's a shame. And as we were coming up here, I said, will my PowerPoint USB just plug into their uh, laptop or will there be a different approach? And he said, mm, I did say there's no projector, of course, being management, I didn't actually listen to what Tim was telling me. And today I will um, pause a little bit because my prompts of the slides aren't with you, which I imagine you'll be delighted to not have to suffer a PowerPoint. And I will simply tell you powerful facts and figures and a, a few stories regarding the participants on Learning for Life and how their lives are undoubtedly changing through generous support for the better, because they're able to stay at school right through and think about TAFE University and employment. I will talk about where the Smith family came from and our ambitions for the future. I will highlight the proven need and benefits of focusing on education as a life changer. And I will celebrate the fact that the Smith family, at its heart, is an organisation of people that unite with other people for the benefit of people. And I feel that right here today in the collegiality of Rotary. You want to be together, you want to make a difference, you want to help other people. That's why you're at lunch, that's why you've bid so hard um, and it's, it's much appreciated and I share that space with you from the Smith family. So we are Australia's largest national charity focused on education. We believe that education is the life changer and that no child should miss out on a positive future. And we have an income of around $110 million per year. And we use that to help the self-start of our participants through helping them in education. And the Smith family practices that self-help approach by having a commercial global export industry shipping clothes around the world, 
Um, and so, in fact, when you give clothes to charities, not only are they going to opportunity shops and, and those less fortunate, but they enable charities like us to drive a profitable business, to raise income for ourselves, to lower our administration costs, so more of your generosity goes through to the 40,000 children on our Learning for Life program. You might remember that we were founded by businessmen. It's one of our dis discerning differences. We are a non-religious, non-political organisation founded by businessmen in 1922. When they thought about helping kids who, through no fault of their own, missed out, they gave toys to an orphanage. The matron asked, who should the kids write their thank you notes to? And they said the Smith family. So for almost 100 years, using our collegiality and business acumen, the Smith family has helped others who are less fortunate than ourselves. We work to break the poverty cycle. And what you would know from possibly your own experiences, either from an advantaged or disadvantaged perspective, we tend to be able to replay the tapes that we get exposed to. So my father and mother were highly educated, they were community oriented, they um, were proud of my, me and my two siblings and expected me to go to university, get a job and contribute to the benefit of others. That's the tape I recorded from my family and that's the tape I'm happily replaying. But there are other people in disadvantaged places across Victoria and across Australia who were raised by loving parents, but their tapes are very different. Single mums at the age of 16, when their babies are announced to them, they're hoping that they're going to give a fresh life to that little one far better than the life they've experienced, which is typically homeless, challenged by domestic violence and drug addiction. And yet, the tapes that they've recorded and the resources on which they can draw are so limited that they really struggle to make a difference and we see cycles of intergenerational poverty occur. But those parents and those students want to make a difference for themselves and it's in partnering with the Smith family that we can in fact break the poverty cycle. I'm going to quote um, some data and evidence from the Mitchell Institute, an institute, a research body that was created by philanthropist, um, I was going to say Neil Mitchell, but that is definitely not the case, um, Harold Mitchell. Um, and what the uh, Mitchell Institute did in a report a couple of years ago was look at a cohort of, and I just have to check because I know you like numbers, um, 34,019-year-olds in 2016, and they extrapolated the impacts of early school leaving and non-employment of those people. Now, you don't get to see all the pictures, but the bottom line is that it costs the nation $1 million over the lifetime of a young person who leaves school early due to social and fiscal impacts. And when you extrapolate that, the cost to the nation obviously is billions. So the Mitchell Institute highlights to the Smith family information and evidence we already know. In terms of individual life outcomes, for those who are denied a full education, their likelihood of individual success is all the more negative. And if we look at it, 
from the national perspective in terms of economic prosperity, the impact to the nation in lost income tax and the cost of uh, incarceration, uh, justice services and benefit payments is a heavy drag on the, on the uh, nation. So we see education as changing lives for individuals and for the nation. Uh, the introduction and, and previous talk about the Smith family outlined what we do. And in short, we provide up to 17 years of a scholarship to disadvantaged students in targeted schools across Australia and across Victoria. There are 40,000 children on the Learning for Life program. 8,000 of those are in Victoria. And we have a great ambition that we are realising to grow to 56,000 participants and 13,000 in Victoria. And as I was saying to one of your members, the signing up of families for 17 years is a massive undertaking for a charity. Year on year, we're watching the balance books and wondering, will we earn the money to make this commitment? But you can't break poverty cycles through short-term interventions. It takes years and years and accordingly we sign parents up to Learning for Life where they gain access to a qualified support worker, they gain access to $500 or so to help purchase books, uniforms and excursions and to participate in programs that help their kids get ahead because their likely access to social and professional networks are very limited. The environment for them to do their homework or to talk about subject selection or to think about university or TAFE, they're not typical conversations to be had in highly disadvantaged households simply because nobody has that literacy to have that conversation. So the generosity of the Rotary Club of Melbourne partnering with the Smith family for 13 years is the sort of relationship that gives us the confidence to back families and work through education. It's really very much appreciated. Learning for Life, as I said, consists of programs such as learning clubs, mentoring, financial literacy, digital literacy, all the sort of transactions and connections we take for granted, but for disadvantaged people, they miss out on. I think in the old days, it was enough for a charity to have a good name and to apparently do good work, but that is no longer the case. And the Smith family certainly sees that for the generosity of individuals and organisations contributing to our vision, we are duty bound to show a return on investment, to prove the value of our work. And so what we've done is assess, create three key performance indicators for ourselves, focused on individual students to test the veracity of our programs and to see if we're making a difference. And so we measure, are Learning for Life students attending school 90% of the the time, which sounds like a great figure, but after 10 years, if you've only gone to school for 90% of the time, you've lost a year. That's, that's a, a day every fortnight. So we've really got to aim very high. 90% school attendance, advancement, the days of leaving school and going to trades or um, production lines, you know is history you need to be qualified for the knowledge-based economy. So going through to year 12, are our students doing that? And are they going on to university, TAFE and employment? 
On all those three measures, we know that Learning for Life students are outstripping their peers in Australia's most disadvantaged schools against the most disadvantaged students. So in terms of your generosity in connection with the Smith family, enjoy the collegiality, um, but be confident that your generosity is really making a difference. I'm just going to tie it all together uh, in, in uh, uh, acknowledging the facts and figures that drive our work, the scale of the work we do, and, and the confidence we have in the outcomes we're achieving. And ultimately, the figures are powerful and reassuring. And a privilege of my job is getting to meet the students and the parents and, and the schools in which we operate. I'm not sure if anybody was able to attend our graduation celebration earlier this year, but our MC for the evening was a young man called Tom. Tom has been on Learning for Life since grade one, and he was supported by the same uh, program coordinator, Judy Carey, and his loving mum, Chris. And to think that we've had that engagement with that mum and that little kid in shorts, grade one, who's now a great big strapping young man, um, his story is that he had learning difficulties. His mum's story is that she loved her child a lot, but she was socially isolated, didn't know people who had gone to university, didn't know people with a variety of jobs, and couldn't expose Tom to all the different pathways that he might discover for himself. Through Learning for Life, they were able to afford the graphics calculators. He was able to go on the excursions. He was able to buy the uniform that let him fit in in the schoolyard. His mum was able to talk to the worker about subject selection. And when Tom was emceeing for us earlier this year, he um, has started up his own uh, editing company for digital production. He is fulfilling his vision of being uh, a self-employed individual running his own business and employing others. He uh, is probably already paying tax like the rest of us, and I expect that he'll go on and act probably as a mentor for others and, and possibly as a sponsor in Learning for Life. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the differences that we're making. It's through your generous support. And in terms of your generous support, I'll just highlight the figures you've heard in terms of your own participation. And what you've done for us is participate at least since 2006. You've raised over $145,000 in total. Last year, 20,000 in total. Big sums of money making a big difference. Because remember, our approach is very cost effective. Just $1,000 per student per year to achieve the results I'm describing to you. You've had more than 120 riders in around the bay, and I'm a guy who loves Lycra, so to see people all decked out in their gear, you're looking good, gents. Um, and just to make that real, that contribution you have made, you probably walked into school with um, having saluted the flag, and there would have been a, a song, and you would have marched in. And you would have marched in in grades of around 25 people. Your support has, in effect, helped 25 students every year for the last 13 years go from first year of school to graduation from year 12. These are the long-term re results we're achieving, and it's thanks to your generosity and the long-term connection we enjoy. So thank you very much.